Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of A New American Town podcast presented by Oz Trails. I'm Stevie, your host today, and with us today we have two guests, local cycling icons, Lauren Pickman and Andy Chastine. Lauren and Andy, welcome to the show. Thanks, Stevie. Hello, hello, hello. Glad to be here. Thanks for having us. Of course. Thanks for taking the time. Um, so today we're here to give our listeners a recap of a very special event that happened over the weekend. But before we get there, could you tell us uh, a little bit about yourselves and your backgrounds in cycling? Lauren, you should oh. totally go first. Oh, gosh. Okay. Mine's <laughs> going to be really short. So is mine. That's great. <laughs> um, my background in cycling, um, you know, I don't, I'm not a professional athlete in any way, shape, or form. Um, started riding bikes in college. My husband got me my first bike, uh, Steel Eddie Merckx. Um, so I started riding in Rhode Island. We moved to California, did a lot of road riding out there. Um, and really coming to Arkansas, did I really uh, put a lot of time and miles in um, on the road and gravel and mountain biking now. So um, I've only done a few races myself. Uh, hope to do some more. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. And you are part of a local women's organization here. Is that right? I sure am. It's called the Women of Oz. And we're a, a women's mountain bike organization. We aim to get more women out on mountain bikes. Awesome. Andy? Um, I played... I played like team sports in school, played basketball in college, got out of college, didn't want to do team sports anymore. So I got into rock climbing. Rock climbing was my first love and then kind of morphed into just riding a bike. And that was probably, I don't know, 15, maybe a little over 15 years ago. And then kind of the rest is history. I've been obsessed ever since. And so started on the road, kind of like Lauren's husband, Sam, and morphed into mountain bike gravel. And that's kind of where my heart lies now. So, And you have a little bit of a history as a, a race promoter and an event organizer. Is that right? I started a rock climbing event uh, in 2006. So that would be, what, 17 years or somewhere around in there. Yeah, it's been a while. And that was back when I was extremely obsessed with climbing. And, uh, and it's, still, it's still going on. And uh, it's out in Newton County, Arkansas, which is just a little east of here. So, How yeah. about that? Yeah. I didn't know that about you. Yep. Very cool. So that one's still going on. Yep. And I, again, I, I am not an event promoter. I do not want to be called that. Noted. <laughs> uh, maybe Lauren does. But, uh, well, but, I, I have to say with 24 hours of Horseshoe <laughs> Hell is his event. And it is called the Burning Man of, of Rock Climbing. Ooh. So if you haven't heard of it, or if you're interested in learning more about it, I would... I would Google that and check it out. <laughs> yeah. It's a fun one. But, Everyone um, absolutely loves it. Not kid-friendly. Just mm-hmm. warning. Disclaimer. Yes. Disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, moving right along here today, our listeners may or may not have heard about an event called Rule of Three that you just put on in Northwest Arkansas. For anyone who doesn't know about it, can you uh, let them in on what this epic, gnarly event is? Um, so you've got a few options with the rule of three. We have a really hard 100 mile bike race that incorporates single track gravel and tarmac all on one bike. Um, most people go with a gravel bike of sorts. Um, the tire choice is really key and important. Um, and 
we have a lot of single tracks, so it's it's we try to divide it up evenly. Um, but a lot of people aren't used to your gravel bike doing twenty plus miles on single track, so that was very challenging part of this race. We also have a fifty mile option uh, for people who want to kind of dip their toes into it, uh, and then team categories, so you can do it with by yourself, solo, or a team of three. And the team of three, we have really silly checkpoints that you have to complete and show proof at the end of the race. I think I saw some videos of people uh, eating a donut that is hanging down from the tent. Yeah, Yeah. without without your hands. hands. (laughs) (laughs) That was a moose jaw creation, and they really killed it. It was super fun. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, very good. Um, Yeah, no, there's really not a lot to add to that. I mean, it it is what it is. I I think a little bit more background on it is like we really... Our initial idea for this event was to make something small for the local community, really. And I think last year was our first year, 2021. And we were like, oh, yeah, let's just put an event on for two or 300 people. And it kind of it kind of ballooned into almost 700 last year. And then we're like, this year we just wanted, we kind of, we doubled it almost uh, to 1,200. And we had uh, 41 different states and seven countries. Wow. Um but the goal is to still keep that small event feel in a big event. Um, and that's, it's admittedly, it's very hard to do. But I think our ethos is like when you're standing at the finish line and everyone's there, I, we want everyone to be able to look over that crowd and feel like they know everyone. Mm-hmm. Even if they don't, we want them to feel like they do. And that's the, kind of the whole idea behind the event. And I think our ethos is, is like if that ever changes, we might just might as well just end it. Yeah, because that's what the event is about. So. And I uh, saw some pictures and videos. It was wet. It was muddy. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, people passed by, and they were anything but clean. Mother Nature <laughs> really tried to shut us down this year. She had some fun. Yeah. <laughs> she had some fun. It was for a sure. really close one. We actually had to postpone the start by thirty minutes because of uh, lightning and thunder. But um, but it went off, and sometimes the. I mean, I guess you would agree, Lauren, like sometimes those those extra challenging, like the mud and the rain and the cold, sometimes that even adds to the aura of an event, right? Like the course was already hard, really hard. Mm-hmm. And then to add those yeah. in, and it's, I mean, arguably one of the hardest in the United States, right? Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people were questioning themselves mm-hmm. as to why did I sign up for the spike race leading up to the race, and then that morning really questioning their life decisions and yeah and then it was just one more obstacle for people to overcome and and get themselves to the start line and i think almost everyone was really happy they did yeah yeah Yeah. and when you finish that when you finish the day even the 50 miler is extremely hard and so when you finish that day you're proud of yourself and you should be Mm -hmm. and i think that can help change people's perceptions about what they can do on a bike and maybe, I don't know, maybe even what they can do in, in life, you mm-hmm. know? So Definitely. there's life lessons to even be learned by these crazy, stupid events that we put on, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I know not to be too serious, but it is true. There's not that many obstacles in your life that challenge you. Like our sure. race That's challenges right. you. That's right. Yeah. So you have different opportunities that you can sign up for in life. And, and I was happy to see a lot of our community come out and, sign up for the challenge and and they did it yeah and i I think a lot of people will walk away with a lot of amazing memories um 
that they'll never forget. <laughs> yeah, that's right. that's yeah. Right. and people are ready for more. So it's, it's pretty exciting. Yeah. Great. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about why you chose Bentonville to be the start and finish location for the race? Well, a lot of reasons. Um, we live here. <laughs> <laughs> And it's also like it's kind of becoming the center of the cycling universe. And and I would argue that there's really is no other community in the United States that can that you can sustain an event like this, where you're popping in and out of single track and gravel and tarmac kind of all day long. Um, and the way that the infrastructure has been built here with trail and um, and the Really, the world-class gravel and world-class paved riding here is like kind of second to none. Like the whole package is a is a is a beautifully wrapped thing for uh, an event like this. And I'm not sure. Uh, I'm sure that there's places out there, but um, not like this. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, it's perfect for the Bentonville community. And I mean, this place is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and I think um, every single year we'll be able to create new routes so it'll be a new experience every year and what andy just said just to echo it we have so many routes and single track options and gravel options that you can literally do a new ride new route every single day Mm -hmm. Um, so it gives us a really great opportunity to create something new every year yeah even for the local community i think there was a lot of uh gravel roads and um i don't think single track but i think there was a lot of roads that people even from around here had never done before right and so that was kind of cool to be able to to throw some of that kind of stuff in there as well sometimes it's hard to impress the locals with routes because yeah. they ride every day here mm-hmm, you know, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. so but uh we were able to do it in a, in a, in a cool way i think yeah absolutely yeah. i've heard a lot of good things about people's experience so well done <laughs> Uh, what are some highlights from this year's Rule of Three? Did we have any, you know, big breakaways or any big names coming in first to finish or uh, any big highlights? Well, first and foremost, like Andy said, we put this event on for the community and for our friends. You know, we had this really great idea, thought it would be super fun, and everyone that we know in our community was psyched about it, and then other people you know, their friends of friends and friends of athletes found out about it. So we did get a lot of great athletes this year. Um, But, you know, it is all about every single person, not just the professional athletes. Mm -hmm. Um, But we did have a lot of standout athletes come, and I think they all really enjoyed themselves. Um, And I think I was telling you, Stevie, earlier about we partnered with Bike Rack Brewing for – um, a, an IPA rule of three. And Andy and I thought it would be really cool to ask all of our participants to design the label for the beer can. And so we asked everyone to submit a drawing if they wanted. And then afterwards, we put it to the participants to vote on their favorite. And um, the favorite was this awesome lady. And um, her name is Adriana Mant. And she designed a really rad can. If you guys haven't seen it, you can actually still get it at Bike Rack right now. Um, but she was doing a team of three, and she mm-hmm. was the la- one of the last to, to finish. I think that was around 1030 at night. Wow. I think it was 12 and a half hours, mm-hmm. and she came across the finish line, <laughs> and, you know, I 
embraced her and she was sobbing. I think just she was so elated so with so much happiness and joy to be finished. <laughs> but also it was a really, really hard day for her. And she almost threw in the towel like a million times, but she persevered with her team. And having that feeling and seeing her have that feeling and be and be there at that moment of her completing this insanely hard goal was so rewarding. And that is the kind of stuff that keeps pushing me to want to continue to, to put this event on all the time. Agree. Um, That's why we do it. I mean, we could rattle off 30, 30 of the best bike racers in the world that were here, Mm -hmm. but we don't care about them. I mean, we love them. We love them, (laughs) but we really care about the people that are coming. Um, to and finishing is their goal you know um there's a place for any level of rider at at this event and you know one of our one of our mottos is like what's it what do we what do we say it's podiums get to brag everyone else gets the swag (laughs) you know it's like yeah the pointing into the race is cool and all but like it's it's not hard for them to finish this day you know they're trying to win but somebody who comes in at 11 at night, mm-hmm. who DNF'd last year, by the way, this is a true story, he DNF'd last year. I can't remember his name, and I really wish I could. I'm embarrassed now. But he DNF'd last year, came back for redemption, got an offer to pit for a ride at mile 90, and he said, no, I'm finishing. He literally had his DNF plate on his mirror in his bathroom for an entire year. Wow. And like this guy came across the line and that is why we do this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not for, you know, God bless them. We love the pros. They're great. And we want them to come, but, um, that's why we do it. Yeah. I love that. Well, great job to both of those, uh, racers. As uh, well. Agree. Yeah. <laughs> Another guy <laughs> broke his handlebars at mile 12 out of 100 broke one <laughs> handlebar off the, like it was the left side. No, no, it was the right side. He broke the entire handlebar off. It was dangling and then finished the 100 mile. Wow. He rode 88 miles with a, half of his handlebar dangling off. I don't know how he did that. It's it amazing. Was insane. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the cool stories. Yeah. I love those. And there's Thanks many for more, sharing those. many more of those. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure out of 1,200 people who yeah. came. Yeah. Lots of good stories. <laughs> there's lots of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also read that y'all did some really fun aspects of this event like contests for best costume or best dress uh best cycling tan lines did i hear something about haircuts at the finish line we did have haircuts at the finish line yes but they couldn't be just regular trims right (laughs) it had to be the the good ones mullets and mohawks you don't come to rule of three for a regular haircut do you no bang trims no no but that's a part of it. Like, this is fun, right? Mm-hmm. We shouldn't take ourselves too seriously. For so, sure. Yeah. Photo, photos, a photo booth at the finish line, free haircuts, food, drink, anything to keep people around in a big community setting all day long. Now, the weather hurt a little bit, but mm-hmm. that's why we're here, to get people, to bring people together. And haircuts are part of that. <laughs> <laughs> and costumes. Haircuts and cycling tans. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> team name, team name contest. Uh, do you have one that sticks out? What was the what was the team name that won? Are you guys ready for oh, it? Oh, that's right. It was I'm a, not sure. It Is was this a ladies' team? Uh, ish. <laughs> no nuts, tight butts. Yes, <laughs> they they won the uh, they won the team contest. Yes, yeah. awesome. Yeah, way and to go, was, ladies. That was voted on by our participants. We, nice. We, we did a a vote. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, is there anything you can tell us about next year's rule of three? I know it's probably a while away, but uh, 
any fun developments this early on? At the moment, I know we will definitely have a third one. That's probably all we can That's say right. at the moment. Same same weekend. So <laughs> same weekend. May 18 through 21st, 2023. We'll open registration on February 1, and you should probably put that on your calendar because we will sell out in seconds. Probably I'm sure. five mm-hmm. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um we we I don't think that we have really anything new on our minds. Um, there will be new things come up, obviously. For sure. But the ethos of the event will never change. And I think we've agreed that if it ever does, we just end it. Because what we have right now is special. And mm-hmm. if it changes, it may not be special anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And we, I would say, if you're a part of our community, cycling community, wherever you are, if you have any crazy ideas that you want to send our way, we're all ears. Perfect. We don't. I think we don't want to own this event. We want the local cycling community to own it. And that means give us input. What do you think? What would make it cool? Like we're open source. Um, a thousand heads, a thousand brains are better than just Lauren and I's, right? So um, they're pretty good brains, though. I have to say. <laughs> no, we just take ideas from everyone else <laughs> exactly. and use them. <laughs> um, well, I think we are almost wrapping up here. Yeah. Uh, one question for our listeners. Where can people find you online and where can people uh, follow for n- more information? Well, we have an excellent website and Instagram and Facebook community page. So if you just pop in ruleof3.bike.com, that's our website oh, or our no, Instagram. www.ruleof3.bike.com. Thank you for clarifying. .com's not in there. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, you're right. Yeah, it's just dot .bike. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. And also the the Instagram handle is the same. Same. Rule of three dot .bike. Mm -hmm. um, Or Google searches. You probably find us there. Yeah. Yeah, we we are very active on our community page, on the Facebook community page, and it is a private page, but we accept you in, and then there's all kinds of like conversation going on about equipment choice and... People want to tell their stories and have advice on traveling to town or whatever the case may be. So we built that as a community builder uh, for uh, for the Facebook page. So Andy and I do have um, one good idea that we are kind of talking about right now. So for another bike race, perhaps this fall. So um, I would say definitely follow our Instagram page and. Um, as soon as we have everything dialed, we will make that announcement. Perfect. She wanted to announce it today, and I told her she should just tease it. <laughs> you can stay hey, tuned. I know, People I know. are still riding that rule of three high. It may be a good time. She, she's she's the smart one. We probably should have just listened to her. <laughs> well, as you both know, we have a lot of uh, fun cycling events coming up in the fall, and specifically October. So That's that'll right. be awesome to. Why not another one, right? I know. It'll be awesome. I know. You never can tell. Great. Well, Andy and Lauren, I thank you so much for joining us here today. Um, Again, I'm Stevie with OzTrails. You can find us at OzTrails.com on Facebook or Instagram. And you can also find Visit Bentonville online on Facebook and Instagram and VisitBentonville.com. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Stevie. It was a pleasure.